In my line of work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in. To kind of catapult the propaganda. It's time for the October 16th edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a reality-based mash of contemporary events compiled from the world's great newspapers and blogs at NathanCallahan.com and ripped in part from Harper's Magazine at Harper's.org. I'm Nathan Callahan. I'm Mike Caspar. And now, the news. Turkey. It's coming up. Thanksgiving's coming up. It's right around the corner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just couldn't help but say that. Yeah. You know, I was thinking, mm-mm, turkey. Turkey. Turkey shelled the village of Dashta Tak in Iraq, Kurdistan, and declared plans to send its ground troops to attack outposts of the Kurdish separatist fighters in the north of Iraq. This is the beginning of the end. Oh, for crying out loud. It's not the beginning yes, of the end. Yes, it is. You all say it's the beginning of the uh, end. I said a couple of Oil will hit $100 a barrel. It's at $86. It's at $86. All right. I know. I know well, I'm a little late. Gonna, it'll hit $100 a barrel eventually. All right. Of course it will. Let me explain. Something you I know, said. The I, price of bread is so high right now, John. <laughs> when I was a kid, we could buy it for a nickel. No, what what I'm saying is is that, and I said this a couple, I don't know, a month or so ago, that we're going to look back on these last six months as the good times in this in the Middle East. When and if, and I think it's a big if, obviously, Turkey decides that they want the oil fields in the northern part of what is Iraq today, but known as Kurdistan, mm-hmm. and they have plenty of reason they in their own mind that the Kurds have been instigating internal violence in Turkey and been fomenting for their own state. Yeah. They decide they want to militarily intercede in Tur- in Iraq. Yeah. It will be this is a NATO nation, yeah. it, it, uh, an applying member of EU of yeah. the European Union. If they and now they're mad at us. Because, and I'm sure you're going to get to this, the Armenian genocide stuff. Yeah, yeah. They're now mad at us. And the people in the country are mad at us for the war in Iraq, and they're now mad about our, our Armenian thing. So it could happen. Well, we criticized them, Turkey. Well, go ahead. You're, I know prime, you're going to And the get, prime yeah. minister at yeah. that point said, uh, well, well, you invaded Iraq. Yeah. 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 Well, what, well, you're, and, you're telling us that we shouldn't go around invading countries? And I think it is b- worth pointing out that during the mm. sanctions, uh, a half a million uh, children apparently died as a res- direct result of the... U.S. imposed sanctions in in Iraq. Weren't, weren't Some people might call beginning? that genocide. What's weren't, that? Weren't there warnings at the beginning of all this that yeah. this that our invasion, our preemptive invasion, yeah. set a precedent that was yeah. going to be repeated? Repeated. We didn't want. Yeah, exactly. You're absolutely right. And by the way, that John Hopkins report, uh, University of John Hopkins, has reported that a million more people are dead today in Iraq than would have been had there not had a U.S. invasion not taken place five years ago. So there, there is a case to be made that the U.S. has, in a manner of speaking, precipitated a genocidal condition in, within Iraq. How, how's that for qualifying all of it? I don't like that kind of stuff. I just don't like it at well, all. You mean that a million yeah. more people are dead what? than would well, have been? all this if, 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 you know... Candy and nuts and oh, all right, and butts. all right, but <laughs> we don't have but a Merry from the Christmas. from the well, just what know. you said, the perspective of a, a preemptive war, a war without provocation on the part of Iraq, we undertook, and and let's say tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands more people are dead today. That there are more people are, dead you today. You can't make the than case that then without war. Yeah, yeah, we went into war for specific reasons. 
But I'm saying you can't make a case. Genocide was on the list. No, I don't think genocide was on the list. So to say uh, that uh, the killing of these people was genocidal is asinine. That's why I'm qualifying it. I'm no, it's not. (laughs) No, I'm not. Wait a minute, that came out wrong. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, is that there was probably going to be sectarian violence between the Shiites and the and and the Sunnis, no matter. If they had been allowed to do this yeah. 20 years ago, they probably... You know what you're saying. You're trying to justify now just some... some I, I don't know. There's okay. all this speculation. All right. Move yeah, on. I mean, it does have consequences when you go to war. Yeah. And we're experiencing those but, but, consequences. But A lot of people have died. It's no wonder that they're mad at No, us. no. But it's different that we went but to war to and our soldiers is, killed their soldiers. That's different. You go to war, you expect people, they're going to die. The bad guy, the guys you see as the bad guys, the soldiers on the other side, usually that's who dies. Now, any more in, in war, yeah. and it's an, in this statistics, well, I think this is worth... I really don't point, believe that. Point out. I, I, I don't but Do you, do you it, really think that the, the first people to die in war that were civilians were at the hands of the United States at Dresden? Do you think that was the first time? It was the first maybe on that scale. But civilians have been dying in war for, for years. I know they used to go out and play in little battlefields. Right. To get their World War off. One, they, but, they ran into but, each other but, in trenches. But because... they also ran over, you know, they, 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 well, it's, it has to do more with civilization than temperament. It has to do with the design of cities and the, and, and the urban areas, and it does anything to do with, with you know, somebody being more evil. During World War II, it was a specific military doctrine that if you can destroy the, the civilian population's will to continue a war, you yeah. can win a war. That's why they started carpet bombing and but it was and, 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 but what is t- uh, it was just because that, they quantified things as doctrines back today, then. They had doctrines before. They just didn't write to, them down so that so that uh, you know today, college and junior college students could learn them. Today, statistically speaking, if you want to survive a war, you should be in the army. That eighty to ninety percent of the casualties in war today are civilian casualties. Well, and you know, a, and, and, I'm not going to join the army, Mike. I'm telling you, but I'm saying, <laughs> do you statistically really speaking, that? if You've you want to listen to KPFK, no, I'm too not. Long. This is the, I'm yes, not. You have. Uh, of Come course, on. I, I've listened to enough people to know that that's, that's d- true. You're if more I like, want to survive a war, I should join the army. You're, you're more likely to be killed in a war today th- as a civilian than you ever were in the history of world history, whatever. Per capita. Per capita, in other words, the 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 percentage of people, uh, you know, dying not not the amount, but the percentage yeah. that being are, are more. Yes, much higher. Well, bring me the figures. Okay, I will. I yeah. will bring you the statistics. I, I don't. I don't want you know just numbers that are high. All I right. want percentages. Yeah. All right. I'll, and I, and I, I want to know how they arrived at percentages from the Middle Ages too. I will. I will. I owe that to you. Okay, let's. We have percentages in the middle. After the House Foreign Affairs Committee voted for a resolution affirming a genocide was committed by Ottoman Turks against Armenians during World War One, General Yasser Boyakanat, mm-hmm. commander of the Turkish Armed Forces, said that should Congress pass the resolution, his country's military alliance with the United States would never be the same. Yeah. Yeah. We would. We could not explain this to our public. The U.S. in that respect has shot itself in the foot. And Turkey was the first nation to line up and say, "We will, we will send our troops into Kabul to to uh, be peacekeepers." They yeah. were they were the first country to line up behind us when we went into Afghanistan yeah. when we invaded Afghanistan. They're the first to send troops. 
So and we and we've been flying over them for supplies and all that kind of uh-huh. stuff. They're using the airspace. So this is a significant development. That's why I put it at the top I, of the news. You're, Mike. you're so I brought this. You're to so the top prescient. Of the you're news. so salient when it comes to this kind of stuff. Okay. The Marine Corps was seeking to withdraw its twenty five thousand troops in Iraq and redeploy them in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. CIA Director General Michael Hayden ordered an internal investigation of the agency's Inspector General John Helgerson whose own investigations have harshly criticized the CIA. Mm-hmm. So we have, like, counter-investigations going on now. Mm. I'm, he, I yeah, think preemptive this, investigations are next. <laughs> I think this is a fairly, this is a significant development. This yeah. is, yeah, this is that internal stuff, but yeah. it's, it's important. It, it's just amazing how pissy and childish these people are. Well, well they're protecting their turf, and... Mm, they're pissy and childish. And, these are little boys, yeah. you know? protecting their turf, their dogs pissing on a tree. Yeah, okay. The U.S. military believed that it had dealt devastating and perhaps irreversible blows to al-Qaeda in Iraq, leading some generals to advocate a declaration of victory. Now, this is, this is curious, mm-hmm. because if they do, yeah. and there are more deaths in Iraq, yeah. after we've declared victory, then it disproves everything that the president's been saying for the last year right. about al-Qaeda being the dominant force that we're fighting in Iraq. Yeah, that, yeah, well, it's a lie. It's all a lie. It's, so it's hard for me yeah, to. It's, it's, it's hard, hard for, me for to, them to declare victory. It's hard for me to unpack what you just said, <clears throat> simply because it, it's all based on lies. So, it, within yeah. the well, tortured it's like me li- saying, you know, it, if you said Nathan keeps hitting me in the face, uh-huh. when in fact I only kind of slapped you around and someone else was doing all the hitting, yeah, and then you yeah. somehow were able to declare victory over me because I, had so, but you I, still had all these bruises on right, your face. Right, right, people would be looking at you, right. Askew. This this is part of what I believe is administration strategy to uh, to manufacture a victory where there is none, and to be able to say, and it's really an acknowledgement that the policies that they've been implementing for the last five years have been way off base. The, mm-hmm. the Sunnis are the ones who have supported Iraq. I mean uh, Al Qaeda. Pardon yeah. me, Al Qaeda. And and now we're giving money to these Sunni tribal guys. And they're tr- and they're chasing out the foreigners, which are the Al Qaeda people, which is they're going to do that anyway. But this is a belated recognition that the guys that we've really helped in this whole battle, this whole war in Iraq, are the Iranians. The Iranians who are one who, who are the ones who have won the war in Iraq, at least politically. So, and in a succession of votes, these were voice votes too, Mike. Oh my God! That I were got barely it. covered by the major media. The Democratic-led. Senate overwhelmingly approved approximately half a trillion dollars for the 2008 fiscal budgets funding the Pentagon and global U.S. intelligence. What cowards. What cowards. They did a voice vote. Yeah. They just kind of snuck that thing through there. Yeah, voice vote. No no, no record. That's disgusting. Hi. Hello. Who said that? Yeah. 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 Who said that? Not me. I didn't say (laughs) it. That is disgusting. Absolutely. And, of course, you're saying the media barely covered it. Yeah. Except right here. It's right here on weekly, weekly signals. signals. You got it. U.S. and Iraqi that officials is- are negotiating, negotiating, negotiating Baghdad's demand that security company Blackwater be expelled from the country within six months. Mm-hmm. They're trying to figure that out. You know, I think they're just going to have reconstituted Blackwater. Oh, yeah. Uh, they'll be, it'll be uh, Greywater. We'll, yeah. we'll get, be getting <laughs> all the new contracts. and uh, Blackwater was served notice that it faces investigations for war crimes. After it, uh, the 17 unarmed Iraqi but th- civilians this is, were killed. This is the thing they're going to hide behind, which is there is no oversight of their, yeah. of their activities. 
Was, murder? Yeah, but don't blame us. Yeah, it, was, hey, it was the guy hey, out there that shot that him. That guy we, we, over there. We, we didn't say go murder him. Yeah, and, and there's no the code, of the, uh, the code of military justice and international law. They're in violation of international law, but no one's going to enforce international law. That's all. Turkey. Turkey will. <laughs> U.S. District Judge Gladys Kessler, a federal judge in Washington, blocked the Pentagon from transferring a Guantanamo Bay detainee to Tunisia, where he allegedly faces torture. We don't torture. This is, this is such a... Uh, okay. I don't know. Israel's air attack on Syria last month was directed against a site that Israeli and American intelligence analyst judge was partly constructed, was a partly constructed nuclear reactor. This is a big story <laughs> that's been barely covered by anybody. Thank God you're, you're talking about it uh-huh. now. Is that the, the Israelis attacked a, a, a site inside yeah. Syria. Yeah. Okay. We've been talking about. We talked about uh, the last know, few weeks. I know, since but it I, was bombed, we've been bringing this up, and now, now our intelligence says, "Hmm, must have been a nuclear reactor." I, I don't, there's something going on here, and and because uh, we can justify a nuclear reactor. Yeah, they can justify. There, there was some speculation that the Syrians were developing a technology which allows them to detonate an above ground a detonation, like yeah. a missile coming in above ground, which is really good for two things. Nuclear, you want that? Killer, nuclear, and uh, chemical, because you don't want chemical weapons hitting the ground because they just they kill everything in that hole. Basically, they don't disperse. Mm-hmm. But if you get an above ground dispersal of of chemical uh, weapons, you can really do a lot of damage. Mm. It's all and and God knows. And they went over Turkey. They went right over their airspace. Flew right over them yep. to do this. It's an interesting. Going to be happening you're going to be. This is one of those things people look back on and go, "Huh, we should have seen this coming," based on what happened back then. We're telling you, it's coming. Yeah, something's happening, because Syria isn't but a stone's throw from Iran, and this could be a sort of a re- dress rehearsal for uh, for an attack on Iran. You can tell Bush is kind. Of, uh, Bush. Bush is kind of itchy about I, all this too. I like that. That's Butch? a that's a good one. Bush. Yeah. Bush. Bush. President Bush. <laughs> President Bush. Yeah. I think that's very good. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Well, he's very nervous about this thing too. You know. Yeah. The whole. The whole. Yeah. The, this. This the, is. Uh, this is one of them things. Yeah. Oh well. Let's go. Let's go to sleep. <laughs> let's just curl up yeah, in the corner here. Yeah. I got my banky. Israeli my, army ordered yeah. the seizure of Palestinian land surrounding four West Bank villages, apparently in order to hugely expand settlements around Jerusalem. Foreign U.S. vice former former. This is what I want to deal with. Oh, I know which bit. one. So I have yeah, to. Yeah, former, former U.S. vice president Al Gore and the U.N. climate panel won the Nobel Peace Prize for helping galvanize international action action action, action. against global warming before it moves beyond man's control. That's those are in quotes. Moves beyond man's control. I believe that's what what, what good. he said. Good. In giving him is there, the award. Yeah, I'm glad he got it. Certainly bringing. I, I some think attention. the funniest part of all this. Mm-hmm. I, I bring attention to this. There were many more great Nobel Prize winners. Yeah, sure. Some some U.S. folks involved, The Economist, Doris Lessing, but but everybody's upset that Al Gore won this. You know, the Michael Ramirez, the uh, cartoonist from from UCI here, the, the, the LA guy, Times, the guy that is, is a, a reasonable illustrator who, who has yeah. uh, you know something missing between his ears. Did he do a scathing? Well, he had cartoon? the picture of you know the the uh, the medal itself, and of course, Mister Nobel was crying. Because he was being handed over to Al Gore. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> so would he have written an a maybe a, a, an a 
approximating kind of cartoon when Henry Kissinger won uh, exactly. the Nobel I, Prize? These people don't know what they're doing. They, they have, if they have a problem with the prize, then yeah. let's talk about the prize itself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but they don't have a problem with the prize if one of them win it. They're, right. they're just like high school cheerleaders or something. They're, right. To listen to William Crystal. What, what a brain-dead geek. What a, well, Truly, I mean, the, the man just is he, he's locked on one channel. Yeah, and and he, it's 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 negative. Did he gore, say? Did, did you hear liberal. him talking about? Oh yeah, how how Gord does not deserve such a thing. How this is you know blasphemous. And, these are these are pygmies. Yeah, and and uh, in in intellectually speaking, as far as do you I, think I, Gord deserved it? I don't know. You know, on a scale of people to who have brought. I'm, I'm, sorry, I mean, I'm just I'm yeah. just going to riff just a little bit more. Yeah, it's kind of like asking if Al, Chibi, Al, Al Pacino deserved the Academy Award. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, don't you know what awards are? Right, they're they're made for people that that have a lot of influence, right. not not people like you or me. Right, and yeah. and Al Gore has a lot of influence, and people wanted to give him the awards. It's they're a recognition about a point in of time. that influence. Yeah. yeah, it's a recognition of the idea that global warming is a really really important thing that we should all be paying attention to. Yeah. And and, and I, yeah, it so happens the people that it, run this committee right. thought that was true, and and they voted in that manner. Yeah. Period. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, and the the problem with this, you almost wish that he that somebody didn't like Al Gore didn't get an award right. like this because it gives the echo chamber the the noisemaker uh, end of the media an opportunity to just bash the crap out of the Nobel Prize. So devaluing it in in yeah, the, in but the, wait, then, you know, next year someone they like will win. Charlton Heston will win <laughs> next year for drawing attention to overpopulation of ducks in yeah. Wisconsin because, you know, after all those hunters. For his foresight about Swainland Green. Yeah. Is what I mean. yeah. Yes. For his work in the area of, of turning humans into food, he will win the Nobel Prize, belatedly. The British school governor who challenged the screening of Gore's climate change documentary. Yeah. In Inconvenient Truth. Yeah, in Inconvenient Truth. In secondary store, uh, schools in Britain was funded by a Scottish querying magnet who established a controversial lobbying group to attack environmentalists. So he put up the money. He put up the money to this guy, the, you know, the Scottish huh. miner, gave money yeah. so that this British school governor could mount this attack. I don't know if you've been following that No, story. no, oh, this no, is no, no, completely new. Yeah, they, apparently in England now, and if you, if you want to show an inconvenient truth, yeah. you have to hand out a disclaimer to your students. Where where are these? <laughs> where I want to know, and I I really you know I'm not a big fan of this kind of thing, but I want names. I want to take down these people's names so that when the when Iceland you know looks like uh, mm. Palm Beach, okay, uh, I want these people. I want them held accountable for the for the. For what these, does that mean? Held accountable? I don't know. You do you read between you the mean, lines yeah. all you want, but I mean at some point these people you want who a, are a public splaying who are throwing <laughs> sand in the eyes of of us the yeah. the public about the 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 imminent you know collapsing envir- uh, environment uh, ecosystems, and these people have been saying you know no no look the other way or these people are you know crack. I want I want them held accountable. <laughs> Because I don't know, I'm just you want to accountable. I don't know what this. That's because you're Catholic. I don't, I don't even know what I'm saying, but it just it, it really is bothering. House Democrats pushed their government eavesdropping bill yeah. through two committees with only minor changes. Bush said that he will not sign the bill. Uh. It does not give retroactive immunity to U.S. telecommunications companies that help conduct electronic surveillance without court orders. Uh. 
So that means, I guess, that you can commit a crime, uh, and it's okay. <laughs> I can't get any any further than that. I was I was going for a. Uh, this is the most lawless administration <laughs> yeah. of my lifetime. I thought Nixon really did it up. I thought he really kicked some, you know, rear end when it came to uh, lawlessness. Yeah, lawlessness. But this this administration, what it is 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 they they've there's no gentleman's agreement anymore between the executive and the judicial and legislative branch. There's nothing. These people are willing to to play chicken on every single issue with the legislature, and they don't and the and they don't play chicken back, and they know that, so they get away with everything. Chicken back. Yeah. A former Quest executive, Joseph P. Nacio, appealing a conviction for insider training, has alleged that the government, that would be our government, yeah, would. withdrew opportunities for contracts worth hundreds of millions of dollars to Quest after Quest refused to participate in an unidentified national security agency program that the company thought might be illegal. Right. All right. There's so they com- were aware of all this going down. Right. They actually refused to participate, and they were... They were they had government contracts withdrawn. Right. Meanwhile, those who did participate, which we just pointed out in the news story, are going to be retroactively protected from any prosecution regarding the matter. A legislatively, yeah. yeah. Now the the caveat here on all this this story is is that guy the uh, the chairman of Q, yeah. QQuest Not is, is under investigation for insider trading. He yeah. is now, yeah. now is what, he using this as yeah. a way to kind of leverage himself out of really, you know, something bad happened. The fact is that th- this is what happened. The facts are QQuest said no. Yeah. We're not going to participate in this program. So I think that's a standalone issue. However, yeah. it is interesting. That, I wonder how strong his conviction uh, would be if he weren't under investigation for instance. Well, yeah, training. don't be surprised if if he's just kind of, if they drop all charges against him very soon. Or provided that the and maybe they went after him uh, on this, in, you know, insider. I'm sure the prosecutor was appointed by the Bush administration. Yeah, I, who knows? You yeah. know, this is a kind of a soap opera. But the fact is, he he shone a light on something that needed to be. Although the Environmental Protection Agency joined in a legal settlement to force the largest power plant pollution cleanup in U.S. history, the Bush administration signaled in an agreement that it has no intention of taking enforcement actions against the utility for the same kind of clear. Clean Air Act violations in the future. So, of course, <laughs> it, it signed off on this thing, but said we're not going to do anything about it. Uh, said, yeah. just, Chrysler and the United Auto Workers ended their strike. Uh, they're we, like six hour strike. Yeah, yeah six and, hour strike, yeah. and and the and United Auto Workers. These unions are so corrupt. Anymore. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They are just horrible. I've said they're, the auto unions are among the most compliant yeah. of all of the unions now. Comprehensive global study of abortion concluded that abortion rates are similar in countries where it is legal and illegal, so it don't matter. So, kill all the doctors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there is a solution. Oh, Michael Bell, one of the Jenna Six. Yeah. Did you, you hear about this guy? Sent back to prison back again. To prison. Yeah. yeah. For and having was, sex with a. At the time, he was seventeen. He had sex with a sixteen-year-old. Yeah. Well, this was, they went back and tried this case after they already put him in prison for 10 months. Right. Then released him. Right, I know. Saying, well, you know, this, we kind of made a mistake here. He was put in illegally. Yeah. But then they grabbed him back, threw him in jail again. Seems kind of convoluted. Seems like they're trying to make a point, doesn't it? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah? yeah? All right. All right. Latin Grammy winner Alejandro Sanz was banned from, I think it's Sanz, S-A-N-Z. Sands? 
Saints. Hor- Horatio Sanz? Alejandro oh, okay. was banned from performing in a Caracas stadium over remarks he made about Venezuelan President Hugo Chavez. Ah. Three years ago, while touring the country, he said, I don't like your president. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what else he said? <laughs> I don't like those from other places either. <laughs> that all, those are fighting those words. Those fight words. Yeah. Oh. So he's, so he's banned from the country. Well, there you go. Could be worse, Mike. Oh, my God. You know, honestly, I don't think I'd want Hugo Chavez. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I don't know. Given the choice between George Bush and Hugo Chavez, I don't know. You know? Oh, sorry. sorry. I don't know. Yeah. I got an end finally here. You want an end finally? Yeah, sure. Because I got one right hey, here. Lay it on I me, baby. I got one right here. Lay it on me. And finally, Ramsey Yosef. Yes. Or Yosef. Yes. You know who I'm talking about exactly, here? Yes. He's the, the jailed mastermind of the 1993 bombing of the World Trade Center. Converted to Christianity. Weekly Signals Weekly Review is broadcast every Tuesday on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. To learn more about Weekly Signals or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit nathancallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And this is Weekly Signals.